This is a Career Channel program from UC San Diego Extension. Visit us at uctv.tv slash careers for videos, employment news, and trend articles to help recent college graduates and those in career transition bridge to better employment. Welcome to our segment of Job One at the Career Channel at UCTV Extension. Great to have you here. Our guest today is Eda Beta, Ph.D., this segment is really about all of the programs that UC San Diego and Extension have for young people that are finishing high school or going into high school or deciding whether to have a career or go on to college after a career. Because going to college is not the same thing today as it was before, and it's very expensive. And how do we make sure there's value there? So, Ed, you've got all sorts of programs for for kids, even preparing them after they've been accepted at UCSD? Well, what we've learned is, uh, to your point, the traditional model of going just to college uh, is changed. There's more risks involved. Students are going to be paying a heck of a lot of money in an investment that uh, has consequences if they're not on point and focused and ready. Uh, When we look at the national debt for students with student loans and things that, uh, that's an economic crisis, frankly. Uh, When you are coming out traditionally and let's say even 30, 40 years ago, instead of starting a family, there's a different mindset now. You're, you're having to factor in not just your rent, but also the student debt. Or a down payment on a house. And that's, that's, that's scary. And, then, and for parents and for educators and for our national leadership, we've got to start re- rethinking. It's not just about going to college. We're not saying that going to college is not the thing to do. It's uh, how we prep the pipeline, the, the talent pipeline. In high school, uh, that's where we come in. So... At Extension, we have always prided ourselves to being lifelong learners, but really, we started at 25. (laughs) There was a model we used to have, once you got into college, then you sustained through Extension, whether it's a certificate, lectures. Something you had to have. Your boss said, go get this certificate, learn this, right? You got it. And so what we're actually looking at, really, let's start a little earlier. Why does lifelong learning have to start at 25 when we can instill this at a younger age? And so... That was kind of the premise of pre-college programming. How do you actually engage students before they even get to UCSD, whether they go to UCSD or not? Uh, and Is this the right university for them? And it may not be. In fact, uh, we even have to question whether or not students out of high school should go right into college. Or should they take a time out? A uh, gap year? A gap which year. is very common in Europe. That you take a gap year before jumping into the university. You got it. And uh, Israel, there's other countries that do this uh, uh, approach. What we're trying to do right now is engage students that they're, they're not getting into high school to just check boxes. Uh, you know, there's this whole notion of, in, in California and the UC system to get A through G. Let me check off my English. Let me check off my math. But we're really assisting students to engage for the world of work. And so when we look at lifelong learning, one of the most important things that we're trying to look at and why UCSD is interested is we want to make sure when students get into college that they're ready and they have a little bit more purpose and mindset for what uh, what they're getting into it. So they can avoid this switching majors and other things because times have changed. But most importantly, what we found is instilling a sense of lifelong learning at an earlier age uh, and exposing them into some of the things that we've done for adults which is really important what we're doing right now is bringing certificate programs that have been traditionally focused just for adults, and we're moving them into the high school realm. So a student, for instance, in our partners with the San Diego Library called Library Next, 
a student actually can go work into a computer science area and end up with a front, uh, front end web development, iOS programming certificate, or Android. And that's their first job. They're getting engaged with industry so that perhaps if they went into a college university setting, they could actually focus on computer science with and, real purpose. And is this extracurricular activity you're encouraging on evenings and they're still going through the high school? Or is this integrated into their 8 in the morning till 3.30 Both. in the afternoon? In some respects, we're starting to find some school partnerships that's integrated into the day. But then there's other areas where with our library where students don't have time or they have sports, other things that are conflicting, they can go on weekends. It's the same model that we have for adults. But this notion... Are you blending adults and children? Not yet. In the, the same program? Not yet. Not yet, but that has surfaced. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. It was interesting when we started out this program pilot about a couple, uh, it was two years ago actually, we wanted to see if this notion that could we actually do adult classes and bring them into the high school setting. So we started out for a long process. We ended up with Python. It was a good platform for a lot of other computer science realms. And we not only sold out all these courses, but then we found out these parents were in libraries hanging out. And they had a lot of questions. Is Python an online educating system? What, what is it's, it's actually a programming language uh, that students in person, they can write programming. And the other using Python. Using Python, the platform. Uh, so we not only found that they were engaged, and the, the thing that kind of made it special is we said to the students, we, we're, what big problem do you want to solve by learning this? So in other words, it's not just learning Python, but is there something they what can use? What do you do with it? Yeah, what do you, what's a problem you can solve in our community? Which gets to a different area of uh, thinking about how do I serve my community? Uh, and it started to work. But the, back to the parents, we had this uh, notion of just teaching the kids and the parents would go away. No, they hung out. So we started hearing, oh, wow, uh, we have an opportunity now to capture the students and their parents. And <laughs> what libraries turned out is not just buildings with books. They're actually a community convener. Uh, so that we not only have the parents, we have the students, and that's where UCSDE starts to come in. What we learned in the library uh, as a partner, one of our examples of partners aside from other schools, is that they had a problem. They had these great taxpayer buildings, that these rooms were maybe underutilized in some respects, uh, but the librarians and the community leaders in the libraries know their audience. They have these connections to the, uh, their community. We had the opposite problem. We had all these resources at UCSD, but how do we get into the community? and actually deliver these. Great partnership. Uh, so the partnership was just a match. We actually have come up with a whole host of just workshops and the certificate programs called Program Your Future that enable students to not only go into these convening for community uh, stations, if you will, but the parents, to your point, we actually think in the future we'll be actually integrating that is, uh, is an interesting stay tuned moment. And the relevancy of it, right? I'll study relevancy. something and understand it if I know how I, how I think I'm going to use it. I may not know how I'm going to use it, because right. it could be a different patterns. Let's go back to the A to G, because there's a controversy in high schools about there's legislation that every mm. student has to graduate with certain courses that qualify them to go on to the UC level. Right. Right. Every student that graduates from San Diego Unified should be able to apply to a university like UC San Diego right. and qualify. Right. And then there's students who say, I don't want to do that. I want to work with my hands. Where, where are you on that, that issue, whether it should be mandatory or optional? I think uh, as we look forward, again, checking boxes in A through G is not the recipe for what we need to start thinking about of educating our youth for the next generation. Uh, it's not only being college ready, having an A through G, but also are you ready in your own soft skills and career ready. 
And crew ready is not what the typical check boxes, which some think about just resumes and going to some workshops, maybe a summer internship. It's having this notion of relevancy and a propensity for lifelong learning. And the word relevancy is something that's really emerging in our, in our area of UC and in the workplace to understand that your biology degree or your physics degree has a shelf life. And that, the, as we know, the only way to keep up with rapid changes is relevancy. So it's not a one and done in going to college. Right. Many of our industry leaders know that you've got to keep your skill sets up and engaged and that's why we want to get early on connected into the community with UCSD and the uh, community of high school and mid school, because we understand that this is just one point in their overall lifespan. Pre-college, we're getting them ready for career and college ready. Uh, then perhaps if they do choose to step out and go into the workforce, that's okay. Perhaps they come back into UC, get their degree. That's one area, but then there's a whole notion of sustainability of relevancy, and that's where uh, I think Extension is really excelling in our certificates, our lecture series, our, our ongoing engagement with knowledge and, and new knowledge that's emerging. And then we even have our 55 and older, what we call OSHER, uh -huh. you know, the, the, the great encore of uh, learning where you can retire, but you still want to be engaged. I think uh, there's not one answer to say uh, it's right or wrong yet, but we do have to think about our system as it is, that if we're actually putting kids in, even if they're qualified with all their A through G, their uh, activities and their, their strong admission packets and, and scores on tests, are we really producing them ready to get to college or are we actually preparing them for overall life, career and college and perhaps a life readiness? First is preparing them for defeat. Exactly. I started school, I dropped out, I was uncomfortable. Nobody looked like me. You know, that whole issue, first time away from home, first time in a new community, university of 30,000 students all at once. Yes. Uh, or these days, maybe I learn better online than I do sitting in a classroom. And some of the high school students would actually say, I got just as much reading, uh, not just reading some book or pamphlet or online, but I watched about five YouTube videos that took half the time at no cost to accomplish an area of, of uh, discipline or knowledge that I didn't have to go to class or go on campus, fight for parking, find my classroom, and uh, so on. No, it's a, it's a huge trend. Let's go to the, and share with me the name of the program where you bring students who, had, who have been accepted at UC San Diego, but this may be their first member of the family that's going on to college. It's a huge transition I was just talking about. Mm -hmm. And it's a great summer program. What, what is the name of that? And tell uh, us academic about Connections. That. And so well, we've been working in the high school actually called uh, Academic Connections, where we bring the, the stellar students uh, around the region. And actually this last year we had over 13 countries and uh, 28 states. Uh, but it's, So it's really a, a mimic of what a real college experience would be. Do they have to be accepted to UC San Diego to attend, or is it for just to prepare them for college at anywhere in their community? The latter. Okay. Because uh, we want to make sure whether they get into UC or not, that this experience gives them a whole insight in preparing them for what it looks like to be on college campus and really the inside success stories to help them navigate once they step on the campus. So little things that uh, trip up students when they come to college is just understanding the landscape. They may know how to write, but some may not understand the pace of how fast things go. Or the first time that they're doing the laundry on their own, or how to eat. <laughs> I remember those days. <laughs> and then there's also some things that... Or not knowing a soul. 
Exactly. How, right. to, how to engage with others, make new friends. But what we found is the big, big confidence builder and what is the big takeaway is the connections with other students. Uh, what we find is that that social change and that personal development that they gain mm-hmm. of having to, oh, I, okay, I, I get the college. I, I, they just don't get it until you're on campus and you're living with two or three other people, and so, you know, and it's hard enough. Who for you them. don't know for the first time, right? It's not your brothers and sisters; they're, they're strangers. And you're learning how, uh, wow, that's interesting. How they their cultural uh, makeup and, and background and their life experiences at that age, and they're meshing to go. Wow, everyone has a story to share, and it's kind of that first platform. Like, wow, this is a bigger world. It's not just my own community. Another special thing is that the program has a very strong diversity makeup. So, and that's through our partners. Uh, we have partners in Pirro Valley to Central Valley, uh, local programs that we're very proud of with Reality Changers and other nonprofits, uh, foster youth. So the beauty about this program is the kids come in and they're just them. They're being able to engage because of their content and their mindsets, what they bring in terms of their attributes and skills and knowledge and abilities, and they get to compete. How long is the program? Uh, so for this one's three weeks. Um, yeah, there's other programs, other colleges, but three to four is kind of like the magic uh, for summer because there's so much going on for high school students right now. And I should note that this phenomenon of pre-college is not a UC-centric thing. It's emerging at other campuses, and, right. and, it's, and it's really something our chancellor is uh, putting a lot of focus and, and expectation on us. But uh, schools like Harvard, Stanford, uh, UCLA, Brown, they're also realizing we've, that they've got to get earlier into the pipeline to start inspiring uh, the next generation, not just to get into college, but you know, in our world, we also not just looking at college students getting into uh, from diverse backgrounds, but we're also women. Uh, that's why we actually are so proud to uh, make Salaride Science the home at UC San Diego because we understand uh, women also is another target that we want to inspire them to go into the sciences and uh, be uh, successful in STEM careers as well. Before we get into STEM or STEAM. Um, what year in high school is best to apply for that? Is it between your junior, senior, or after your senior? Or we recommend actually sophomore. Oh, sophomore. Yeah. Oh. Even earlier. Uh, and freshman, sophomores, because that early on engagement has made, uh, has made a big difference. The, the, what we hear from the counselors and what we hear from the students is if they can get engaged with this high level at a sophomore or even freshman level, Things start making sense when they're in college, when they're in high school. So we we hear a lot about wow, I went into the chemistry class, but after being at UCSD, it kind of pulled together. Mm-hmm. What we found with seniors, seniors just get weird. <laughs> they're at a point. Well, hopefully, they've already made their conclusion, right? Or what? At that they're, point, they pretty much going to do. That's exactly right. At that point, they've had some idea, but they want to go into college. Or are they going to do the gap year? Are they going to be doing other things that uh, uh, in their planning? But senior years, they've already been checking off all those boxes and we may have lost them by then we we may have and and, uh, ironically some of the brightest students have a tough time in that realm because they're so smart and sometimes they've already checked off all the the, uh, boxes that they need to get admitted and that's where we see more and more of those types of students going into a community college and taking courses while they're in high school senior year and also working with us because and that's actually kind of a nice thing because we're finding with some of those students they're actually to take some um, college level courses during the senior year, it's lowering the amount of courses that they take when they get admitted. So it's, it's almost a time completion uh, issue that they're actually to advance and get some of those uh, general credits done. Yeah, well, let's spend a little time on this because as an employer, on your resume, I ask where you graduated from college. 
Right? What university did you go to that you graduated from? I don't ask where you took your freshman and sophomore years. So community colleges is a wonderful asset. And we talked about students graduating with debt. The reality is it's if you can live at home or a, a cheap apartment with 12 roommates <laughs> and go to community college and still work, you may have your soft, freshman and sophomore year paid for and then you transfer to university, and that's all I care on the resume is the employer, where you graduated. UC San Diego, yeah, that's great. SDSU, that's great. I don't ask your years. So people need to know that. If you're not quite ready for the f- profound flexibility of leaving home and living on a campus with 30,000 other young people that can be very distracting, um, think about that concept because it does work. I'm a big fan of our uh system in California, the, the Clark Kerr Master Pyramid of Higher Education. Uh, I think about Tim White. Tim White is now the head of the uh, uh, state system, and I got to know him as, when he was Chancellor Riverside, and he's a product of an individual that came from uh, humble beginnings, uh, international, uh, came into this country, went to community college, got an education, stepped into the state system, then ended up getting his PhD, and went all the uh, from from the community college to the uh, state schools to UC system, then became chancellor of Riverside and now head of the entire state system. Uh, Overachiever. uh, It's just amazing. And and he talks about all those experiences. Uh, It's not just an economic, but to your point, our system's built that there's different entry points. And more than ever, I have to tell you, transfer students are so important, not just for UC, but across the country, because those students are hungry. They've done a lot of work, and, and we're, see, we're seeing uh, a lot of promise that those are just as important to the students to make sure we grab and recruit and retain as our incoming freshmen. And they're going into the meat of the university, you know, that junior and senior year, yes. and got the basics out of the way somewhere else. So, so it's a great answer. Let's get back to Sally Ride Institute. Tell us more about that. Well, Sally Ride uh, is, is one of our icons. She was a professor at UC San Diego. She came uh, uh, to UC after uh, a stellar career as the first American woman astronaut that went into space. And she was an icon for so many uh, women who said, wow. And then came back to the university, yes. right, after she... So she initially did her undergrad at Stanford, uh, saw an ad in the paper, said we were looking for astronauts. Uh, she applied. Uh, she was part of a, a cohort of last uh, woman or man standing and just ends up that she was the one selected to uh, advance into as the uh, first American woman into space but more than that she became a, an iconic uh, leader for education uh, and towards the end of her career her number one passion was outreach and education for youth hence Sally Ride Science so that was a private company and uh, at, at the end of her uh, when she uh, finished up at NASA and started Sally Ride Science uh, it became known with uh, Tam O'Shaughnessy, the co-founder, her partner, uh, and some other founders came together and said, you know, uh, we're going to really do everything we can to not only promote women in STEM, but we had, they had a professional development, they had books uh, that talk about uh, a whole STEM careers. Um, so they're really robust. But after Sally had passed away, uh, a decision had to be made. How do we sustain this? How do we keep her legacy going, right? Exactly. Yeah. So as a professor, uh, there was a couple end of, uh, campuses in California. There was uh, some other campuses that are worth vying for. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so uh, our chancellor was uh, smart, and I uh, got a phone call and said, how do we make this work? 
How do you take over a I want this. <laughs> how do you make a for-profit company back in and pull it into a university? Uh, but we did it, and so we're very proud to call uh, Sally Ride Science at UCSD as a platform both locally and nationally and globally now with our PD and, and carrying on that legacy to not only just uh, showcase great science, but uh, creating a farm system and uh, a talent pipeline for women to see I can be that. You know, Sally always used to say, you can't be what you can't see. You can't be what you can't see. And us having a Salaride Junior Academies in the summer, which I got to tell you, Sandy Unified and Cindy Mar- Martin and her leadership, mm-hmm. she basically said, this is so important. I want, uh, I'm going to give you Mission Bay High School just to house this because uh, we were saying we had so much demand uh, for women that want to go in. Uh, so last, this last year, 800 young women were uh, for four weeks in the morning and afternoon doing a variety of different workshops, whether it was messy science or engineering design or Python programming, uh, all these different workshops that students Only could go girls. into. Boys got there, too. It w- oh, and, we, okay. and, and this is interesting because uh, if it was a guy, uh, people would say, oh, girls and guys can go. But uh, a lot of questions come up. Oh, it's a salary ride thing. It's just for uh, girls, but no. What year does the salary ride science? So it's mid school and high school. So in, in this middle case, school, we actually oh. have middle school courses that are more introduction into some of the sciences, where they can really kind of get a try on of uh, different areas, uh, whether it's geology or uh, some of the other physics and other things. Where, but it's not in that level where they're and see that it's not scary. That's you it. You know, physics and chemistry and all Fun. these statistics. First of all, how are they relevant to what I think I want to study? Because in you know, early high school yeah. or middle school, you have no clue. You'll change your mind 20 times. But the relevancy of learning and the, the fun and enjoying learning is the key skill to, to take away. And by the way, it's on fascinating science and coding and interesting topics. And that's where the STEAM comes in. And then uh, when Sally Ride came to campus, that was a big platform that we had already kind of structured into uh, not only having STEAM as a framework that we use, but at UCTV, the STEAM channel has just uh, taken off, which we have uh, documentaries on all different science projects and things that uh, teachers and educators can use. But it really is this hands-on. It's not just science, but it's fun. It's being able to try this on and say, gosh, this is actually pretty cool. Nobody in my family has ever been a scientist or been a mathematician or been an engineer. But I can do it, right? And it's empowering to, to do that. Would I, if I were a parent or a child listening to this, would I go to the UC San Diego website? Precollege.ucsd.edu. And, and under that, precollege.ucsd.edu, you'll find not only Salaryte Science, but a whole host of other programs we do, which include uh, STEAM education, test prep, the summer residential experiences, and also some of the programs we haven't talked about that we do field research for high school students in, in other areas outside the state, like uh, Washington, D.C., Hawaii, uh, Biosphere 2 in, in Tucson, Arizona, and Catalina Island. There's other uh, offerings that have a menu that fit your child. That's great. That's great. Ed, thanks for, thanks for joining us. And, and the reason I wanted Ed on this show is the number of things that wonderful universities like UC San Diego are providing out there, not just for college students, which is their, their mantra, but, but we started with middle school, high school students to prepare them to make choices in their life and to be prepared and lifelong learning and to enjoy learning. And we need to be aware of all these programs. And so um, go to the website, check it out. If it's right for you or your children, then uh, more power to take advantage of it. It's all about preparing them for that career that's going to come 
screaming after them pretty very fast, much faster than they thought, and how do we prepare students at all ages to know what their options are and how many options they have and develop that confidence that they can do this, they can go to college when it's right in their life to do it and, and succeed by their definition. Thank you for joining us and we'll see you at the next segment.